We are back. Hello. Come back on in. Come back on in. <laughs> to stay what? This is the Stay F. Homekins podcast. Stay F. Homekins. I'm Paul F. Tompkins. I'm Janie Haddad Tompkins. We are a married couple. And we're in quarantine, I guess, indefinitely. Heard about it? It's <laughs> life now. I'm an actress. I'm a comedian. And this is what we do. A weekly conversational stream of consciousness. <laughs> this is what we do now. What if conversations were not stream of consciousness? What are conversations? Whoa. What the <laughs> fuck? See this coming. Are all conversations stream of consciousness? They should be. What if I'm like, I need to have a conversation with you, and I've like planned it out, and I'm like, remember when you, you held my hand? <laughs> oh, Woke talk in the name of love. Oh yeah, <laughs> we did listen to that album last night. We listened to the um, listen to Wild Planet by B fifty two. Wait, that's the name of the album. I thought it was like their self titled album. No, I think the first album the was yellow, called Wild Planet. The yeah. yellow one? I think so. Am oh, I wrong? Maybe I'm wrong. I thought it was just the B-50. I thought it was like a... Is it eponymous? Is that how they you say a thing? Exactly. I thought it was eponymous. I thought it was hippopotamus. <laughs> I thought it was their hippopotamus album. Anyway, that album, we listened to it last night, and it really made us happy. And we also listened to the new, the two new tracks by the Chicks. Formerly the Dixie Chicks. That's right. But also because I was like, is there a new album out yet? Ugh. And then um, it's not. It's only the two songs. And then earlier this week, we had to listen to Rumors. The album Rumors. Did you say we had to listen to <laughs> it? Yeah, we had to. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, because we were driving and I heard that Fleetwood Mac song. Right. And then I was, Oh, yeah. I, now I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, okay. <laughs> and so, and that made us happy. Do you guys ever just listen to music like in your living room? And are you going to come back? To this I am. I'm listening. Okay. I'm trying to find the name of the first album. Mm. You're right. It's the B-52s. Their second album is called Wild Planet. That's the red one. Yeah. Wild Planet. Right. We were listening that's to the right. yellow one. Why didn't they just color code them and say B-52s yellow, B-52s red? B-52, okay, B-52s eponymous I had on vinyl. I might be dating myself. I was a wee little thing when this happened. <laughs> Do you know I'm old enough to remember being a little kid and seeing them as the musical guest on SNL. What? Like at this time. Come on. Yes. And I thought they were the craziest people I'd ever seen. Oh, my God. I was fascinated by them. I would have like fallen instantly in love. I would have been like, yeah. okay. There was something about that, those days of like three channel television mm -hmm. and being up that late mm -hmm. that was, ex when you were a kid, was so exciting. It was like kind of, you felt like connected to a secret world. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, or like yeah, you were doing something a little bit naughty. Mm -hmm. um, we had cable too, like right away. <laughs> and so I watched a mm -hmm. lot of stuff that was not appropriate for me. We didn't have cable for the longest time. And how did you watch stuff that was not appropriate for you then? Other people's houses. Because <laughs> that was like the name of the game in my childhood. Yeah, somebody else had, <laughs> somebody you knew, their family had prism. <laughs> I had kind of young parents. That's right. So they were like, you know, kind of do what you want. Yeah. But your parents were old. 
They were all. It was more of a money issue than it was right. Worried about you know us seeing tits. <laughs> my parents. Well, my dad was okay with money, but my mom was like they weren't great with money. Mm-hmm. So like shit got spent all the time. Yeah, like we were just like living. All the like in the moment all the time. I remember seeing some Christmas <laughs> photo of you guys. You're all wearing ermine. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It was is. two pictures. Like you guys are wearing these ermine capes, and then the second picture is you guys throwing them in the trash. <laughs> well, that was a Christmas tradition for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those were the good old days. Did you ever watch the the Tomorrow Show with Tom Snyder? familiar with it in him but no i don't think i did it came on after the tonight show oh that might be what like i probably turned it off right at the beginning i feel like i love johnny carson i feel like it even came on after letterman like it would be carson then letterman and then the tomorrow show oh so yeah i probably wouldn't have stayed up for that And like being up that late and that show was like it's your sort of prototypical like black background two chairs you know, it's just Tom yes. Snyder and a guest. Yes, it had like sort of that Charlie Rose-ish yeah. vibe. Why do you have to mention him? <laughs> he got me too you guys. Did you know that Charlie Rose got me too <laughs> One of the weirdest Me Too's. Yeah, Charlie Rose. because he he was like not super Wait, we famous. talked about this. We did not. No, we didn't. We did? We did because we talked about that scene in the Royal Tenenbaums. I was drunk or something because <laughs> I don't remember what scene is. Oh yeah, that fake that there was like they were yeah. clearly referencing Charlie Rose before the yeah, Charlie yeah, yeah. Rose re- years before it. Yeah. Did you see this week? Speaking of Me Too, let's get into it. It's our Me Too department. <laughs> so this week, some comedians have been called to the chopping block. <laughs> called to the chopping block. The cancel table or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. Do you believe in cancel culture? Not do you believe like it exists. What I'm saying is do you believe in in it as like some kind of like mechanism in society? It doesn't No, it doesn't. First of all, I I don't think that it sticks. Secondly, it's mostly it's online. It's just people going crazy online. It's not just online, though. People do lose their jobs. People do not get hired. Well, but, yeah, but because these things turn out to be true. But I'm talking about cancel culture is like, the, the, for the most part, the people that, that have lost jobs over stuff like this, mm-hmm. it's very obvious. Like, they did a very obvious thing where it's like, yeah, we can't have you be here anymore. The the only sort of even if you want to call them gray area things, uh-huh. I get like Al Franken is maybe the one that a lot of people point to like they shouldn't have gotten rid of Al Franken. But it's like, mm, I can see it, you know, I wasn't on the other side of that. I was fine with it because, yeah, I was fine with it. I know that's unpopular because a lot of people are like, no, he he did a lot for women, but then they replaced him with a woman. So I know, and there, and I, I'm and like, guess like, what? Women do a lot for women. The, th- <laughs> the thing that happens is people are people go crazy where they like at a time like that where they're like, well, Al Frank is not Harvey Weinstein, and it's like, no, but he doesn't need to be in no, order to do something wrong. But supposedly you know? he's part of the Calvary, and you can't be part of the Calvary. Cavalry. 
Oh, what a, really? What is Calvary's it? where Christ died. Oh, I get this mixed up all the time. I do too. Wait, I, what am I supposed to say? Sometimes I have to think about it. He's cavalry. Part, okay, you can't be part of the cavalry having honked somebody's boots. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, just a baseline. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like... That should be like a bit like, okay, I get that he's a comedian and stuff, but, and I also get that I also believe that woman was like a red state plant person that was like hanging on, like they were like waiting to ambush. Yeah. Or whatever. And yeah. like be like, you're hypocrites. The whole thing was a huge mess. But in the, the end, it's like, you know, the stuff that Al Franken was doing was not great. And I, I, at certainly at the time, we were asking for more from people than the usual old bullshit. I will say this about about the reason that I think Al Franken and some other men don't escape the cancel culture kind of mob mm-hmm. is because they don't say the right things when they are called to the carpet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like if you're going to come out and be like, you know what? It sucks that I did this. Mm-hmm. That was demeaning. And she's a human being. Mm-hmm. And But it was more like I'm I was a comedian and yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and all this stuff. And it's like, no, like you should be like, no, she's a human being. She may be on the other side of the aisle. Mm-hmm. But and I'll, you know, like there was also more than one person. You know, had there were different stories. I don't even remember the whole thing. I just remember, like, I know that, like, Al Franken probably did a lot of great things and was on the right team or whatever. But I also remember some crazy thing years before. It was, like, him or his son or something, like, went undercover at one of those, like, Bible colleges. Mm-hmm. Am I making this up? I don't know. I've never <laughs> heard about this. I feel like he wrote some column or something about one of those Bible colleges. And it's like, you're just like shooting fish in a barrel at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, you you know, like pick, know you pick your, you know, yeah. there's a smug, like, I, like I'm a latte liberal or whatever, but like, I get why it's an annoying thing to be if you're not going to stretch your uh, acceptance of other people's. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Anyway, the cancel culture thing. Yeah, the cancel culture thing. You know, I feel like... What? Right behind your head, the TV just came on out of the blue. Hmm, that's and it, scary. Oh, it's like, I'm like sitting here just like... Sta- okay, sorry. Did we never turn it off? I thought it was off. <laughs> All right. Wait, well, we cancel- have a poltergeist. What are you going to do? Wait, you can't cancel a sociopath. Like, they don't have any shame. <laughs> that's... V- boy, honey... That is the truth. So some, you can't cancel a sociopath. <laughs> if someone doesn't experience shame in the first place and they're a predator, they're right. not going to be like chagrined by the online mob being like, you're canceled, right? Well, they're... What do you think? They're not going to... Well, it's not going to make them be better people. What are you asking? <clears throat> Is there any point to cancel culture if the object of the canceling has no ability to... Well, the object of canceling is not to reform people. The object of canceling is to erase them. You know, the idea is that no one's giving you oxygen anymore, you know, Mm. because you're a creep, 
So you're done. Like no one's paying attention to you. We're not going to we're not going to buy your shit. We're not going to support you. We're not going to show up to your shows. That kind of thing. Okay. It's not to cancel culture is not at all. If you believe in a cancel culture, it is not about uh, second chances. Okay. It's, it's saying you're done. We found this out about you. You're a creep. You're done. Bye, boy. <laughs> boy, bye. Boy, bye. You're making it up with bye, Felicia. Um, boy, bye, Felicia. Boy, oh my God. What a mashup that's been too long <laughs> in the making. I'm just saying, like, a lot of times there's this stuff that goes on online where they're like, we're canceling so and so. And I'm like, <laughs> um, I never um, followed so and so. Like, yeah. I don't, you know, like the Chris Delia stuff that is kind of what I'm referring to. Please, that happened. Delia, a little respect. Oh, is it Delia? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, because like his dad's like a big time showrunner person bill delia oh i don't think i knew that Mm -hmm. well i learned it this week because i Mm. didn't know anything about well i only know who he was i mean i know he was in you because i watched you and i read you and i know the novelist who Mm. wrote those books and i think they're great um and he played like a pedophile in that show yes which is kind of weird because he was being accused of like well, he, he'd also played a pedophile on the TV show Workaholics. He did? Yes. No way. Yeah. Did he, like, ask for these parts? <laughs> what? And he's scouring the trades. <laughs> I can't even he read. He calls his agent and says, I'm perfect for this. You got to get me in there. I don't even get to read for these, like, southern lady parts <laughs> that I know I'm, like, could do falling off a log. And this guy's, like, getting actually cast as his dark... His dream Shadow job. Shadow self? His dream like, job. Like, yeah. what? I mean, like, half the time I had to learn, like, a Boston accent. I had mm-hmm. to do a Minnesota accent uh, for some, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, I'm, now I'm mad about his acting career being so perfect let's, for his. Let's not lose focus. <laughs> the, the number one bad thing is not that he got more acting opportunities no, for being a acting, pedophile. His acting career, like, nailed his essence. Like, he. He got to like play. <laughs> to be fair, that's only two roles. That's a lot. <laughs> Are you kidding? God, I'm pissed. I hear you, girlfriend. Anyway, my point is this week also, Bill Cosby earned an uh, um, an appeal. Yeah, yeah, which is weird. It's weird, and it isn't weird because I do believe in. Um, the justice system due process and all of that stuff. Yeah. But I listened to that podcast about, um, it's called Chasing Cosby. Mm-hmm. And it's a very detailed exploration of the crimes that he committed. Mm-hmm. And they talked to, I mean, there were like so many victims. Like yeah. you have no idea. Yeah, no, it's outrageous. It's weird. It's weird. It is a weird thing that he did and had a um, compulsion to do. Yeah. Okay. It was weird. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where I'm going with this. Other, than I don't like, either. Like, it just I ba- know that it's weird. I just like bombed <laughs> out. Like he was somebody when that all happened. It was so. Um, shocking to me 
Because like I really I grew up listening to Bill Cosby albums Same. and yeah. wa- um I loved the Cosby show mm-hmm. so much. I mean I like like Lisa Bonet was like the most beautiful mm-hmm. person I've ever seen on TV. Like I just like loved it and I loved little Rudy. Oh my god, she was so cute and everything. Mm-hmm. Like I just loved the show so much. And when I found out that he was weird <laughs> Quite a description. <laughs> well, like, um, hey, did you hear Bill Cosby? <laughs> He's weird. That freaked me out. Like other things, I didn't. He's been drugging women. That's weird behavior. But, like some people don't surprise me. Like I don't know Chris Delia. What? How you Chris say Delia? Delia. Yeah. But like he seems a little bit. Well, that's what. Play-ary. Here's what's great. You know is what that saying? seems to be the, the the cancel trend seems to be going in that way where it's people who are already obvious creeps. <laughs> <laughs> Where you're like, oh yeah, absolutely. And like, I knew Louis C.K. was like weird because I worked at a comedy. <laughs> weird. <laughs> what is that ringing noise? Are you getting a? You didn't silence your phone. <laughs> no, my phone is silenced. Oh, you're getting some messages. Maybe the tablet's not silenced. Mm. I'm just saying, like. There are certain men in the industry where you, like, you know, mm-hmm. right? Like, I knew, like, Louis C.K., like, there was weird shit. Yes. Like, not to get involved. I didn't know those specific stories. I, ha- I like, the, the stuff that I did know about him was, like, <laughs> the mildest creep stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then when I heard that stuff, it was not, like, a huge leap. No, the thing about Louis C.K. was... Why are we talking about this? <laughs> Do you have a topic? I don't want to talk about Louis C.K. I was talking about cancel culture. Well, let's talk about that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know we're like reaching back to Bill Cosby and Louis C.K. Well, Bill Cosby's not a reach back. He just got an That's appeal. That's true. He did get like, an appeal. this week. So-, but, so you were saying you believe in due process and all that. Yeah. The end? <laughs> Well, what do you want to say about his appeal? Well, what I was really going to say, and I'm afraid I'm going to upset you. Oh, boy. Is that um, what was disturbing about the Bill Cosby defense Mm -hmm. was, number one, they don't deny that it happened. Right. So basically, it's consensual, Mm -hmm. which, fine, if I'm a defense lawyer, I'm probably going to be like, look, dude, let's just lie. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know what, dude? It looks pretty bad out there. <laughs> Here's my plan. Let's lie. Well, let's just say, like, you and these women had a wink-wink situation going on or whatever. But what was upsetting to me was at the end, when I found out the whole story about the Cosby thing, is they were so upset that he was um, convicted that they called his situation a modern-day lynching. Right. And in the context of, like, everything that's going on in today's world and the racial injustice and the police brutality and and all this violence and stuff it feels so disingenuous to say something like that and make it racial first of all his um victims well it's such a charged word also it's it means something word. else it doesn't mean well, it's got a very specific meaning it doesn't mean being convicted of actual sex crimes <laughs> <that you commit. laughs> no it does not 
It does so, not. But um, so when this whole news story has come up again in this past week, um, they are basically, I don't know if it's the same um, defense team, but they're basically saying, like, we are going to prove that this is about race in America and being a black oh. man in America and everything. And I get, like, why they're going there because of the OJ. <laughs> like, it worked in certain, you know, whatever. But, like, it's not the same thing at all. No, it's not. It's also, not the same thing. Quick recommendation. The um, OJ Made in America miniseries. Oh, Really, a gr- an excellent. So you know, it won the Academy Award. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the best documentary, deservedly then. so. It's yeah. it's amazing the it, the history of because it's, it's not just about OJ. It's everything. It's like so much of Los Angeles leading yeah. up to that particular Stuff crime. I didn't know about. It's wild. Well, I didn't live in LA during that time. I lived in South Carolina, so I knew nothing. But well, like, even before that, it goes back to like. It it explores the origins of the racism and the police inherent brutality. in and the police brutality inherent in the LAPD. It's it's, it's I absolutely say, worth like, watching. In terms of like a white person's like how we're trying to educate and woke ourselves or whatever. Mm-hmm. When watching that documentary a couple of years ago was a was one of those woke moments for me <laughs> as a white mm-hmm. person, as a white middle class person who yeah. grew up somewhere else. Yeah, because. Um, by the end of it, I was like, oh, okay, I would have voted. I think I would have been, like, not guilty. <laughs> like, I was, like, mad at I that. mean... Like, at the end, I was like, I get it. Like, Johnny Cochran, like, knew what he was doing. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh... Yeah. I was like, I still believe he, he, um, committed murder, though. Yes. It's just that they exploited these emotions. They exploited these feelings. They exploited the emotions. They also ex- exploited the fact that the, the prosecution did not do as good a job as the defense did. You know. There was so much in it. It was it was a lot. Now we're talking about OJ. Well, we're talking about um about men who do bad things. I right. thought like famous men who do bad things. That's right. what it, when I was saying cancel culture, I wasn't even saying women. I was just saying men. But I guess there are women who get canceled, right? Aren't mm-hmm. we supposed to cancel women now? I guess Roseanne got canceled from her show, right? But is she really canceled? I think women get canceled in a different Allison way. Allison Roman was canceled for a weekend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she did apologize or whatever, but like, I can't get in. I'm already in show business. I can't stretch myself into celebrity chef uh, <laughs> world. Like one field at a time. Like I'm not going to choose recipes based on like no. Like you can't ask me to do that. <laughs> You want to separate the art from the artist. In that instance, <laughs> yes, because a lot of times we don't even know who these people, like in celebrity chef right, world, right, right. we don't really know. Like if we're really going to go down yes. that road, I want to cancel some people for their bad acting in Treme. Because that <laughs> was... Talking about celebrity chefs? Yeah. Yeah. Because there was some offensive shit that took place <laughs> in terms of... You want to talk about cancel culture. And you want to talk about the, the craft... Some of these chefs in Treme. The craft of acting. Mm-hmm. You don't shit on that by ca- by casting celebrity chefs. You don't shit on the craft of acting, and you don't shit on <laughs> the act of crafting. <laughs> Two sacred things in this household. Well, what do you want to talk about? I brought up cancel culture, and that I need you to, ma'am. I need you to calm down. Don't you know who I am? Who am I? Who am I? Do you know how I am? Reese Witherspoon. Yes. Guys, t- I love. We'll never cancel Reese Witherspoon because <sighs> I'm a fan, and I don't care if she. She's weathered a couple almost cancellations. She's still hanging in there. Because she, you know why? Because she does, she will look at herself. Mm-hmm. I know my friend Claire would be so pissed if I said this because she hates 
I need that southern shit. Don't throw Claire under the bus. I know. We got to take a break. Oh, because we, we have an ad. Oh my gosh, you guys. We have a new sponsor. Yes, we do. So listen to this ad. And, and don't cancel us. Don't cancel us midway. <laughs> when it comes to weekend water, you have a lot of choices. But here's a choice that you really should check out. Have you heard of usual wines? Usual wines are wines for the modern drinker. Usual Wines has solved that problem of opening a bottle of wine and not being able to finish it and then having to dump it down the sink a few days later. They come in a single-serve bottle format. The bottles are incredibly elegant, and they serve a glass and a half of wine each, so you're always having an incredibly fresh glass upon opening. No more flat bubbly, stale rosé, or lame red. But besides being absolutely delicious, elegant, and fresh – These wines are made with minimal intervention, zero sugar, and zero additives. That means that usual wines are low-carb and have zero grams of sugar. Try your first glass on us. For $8 off your first order, use Stay F Homekins at www.usualwines.com. Okay, we had to sort some things out there. In the there way. we go. Thank you for our th- to our sponsor. Usual Wines. Paul's usual actually wines. having a glass of Usual Wines. In fact, we'll post a picture with it. I'm Yes, I'm having a, a large glass of red, Sonoma County, Well, what's neat about the Usual Wines is they come in these um, single... 2015, po- pardon me. <laughs> single pour bottles. Yes. So they, you're always having a fresh glass with every bottle. Yeah. And the pour is a generous pour. It's a glass and a half. Yeah. It's really... And the wine is really good. It's actually really good. I'm enjoying it. And it comes in a little uh, like Erlenmeyer flask. Like a little sexy glass scientific looking bottle. Yeah. So you can pretend you're a mad scientist <laughs> drinking a potion. I already did the ad so we can move on from usual. We can. But thank you, usual. They thank sent us some you. wine. And yes. we're, we're, we're happy to... to uh, to have them sponsor us. And if you decide to venture out and try them and get your $8 off with our promo code, we hope that you will enjoy it as well. What's our promo code again? Stay of Homekins. Stay of Oh, the whole name of the show. I didn't decide. I was just told. Hey, man. It's cool. Well, so how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing, I had a hard day today. Tell me about it. Listen, this quarantine's been going on for a while. This goddamn quarantine. This quarantine has been, been going, going on for a while. We haven't done ASMR in such a long time. Quarantine. Quarantine. This this week was a tough week for us. We began to fray a little (laughs) bit. Not as a couple. Mm, I frayed frayed before this week. You started. You got ahead of me. I did. But, um, yeah, I I feel like we've we've been doing as well as anybody else for a while. And then, man, this week it just really hit. I don't, I don't even know, like, you know, now that the numbers are going back up in L.A., and I, I'm, I'm actually anticipating there is going to be another lockdown. Yeah, I think that's definitely, that's gonna, where we're definitely in the cards, yeah. Yeah. But, but this week, so this week was hard, and I think that was a big part of it was realizing that, oh, this people are still working. walking around with no masks on. This and isn't working. Opening restaurants and shit. It's not going down. The numbers aren't going down. But last night... We got a call from our, we got a text from our friends, Ben and Julie. Neighbors. Friends and neighbors. Remember that movie? (laughs) And Mm -mm. you don't remember your friends and neighbors? I think that was a Neil LeBute joint. Wait, was he canceled yet? (laughs) Inexplicably, no. (laughs) Because I've heard some stuff. 
I I have not heard any stories this about is like him. chauvinist pig stuff. Well, that's that's all there in that's the work. That's his brand. You write what you know. <laughs> um, but we got a text from Ben, ben and Julie. Julie. They said, "Do you want to come over? We have a we have a, a long in our backyard. We have a long table in the back. Yeah, outside." <laughs> And we did it, and it was so nice to, to see talk with somebody. People. Yeah, to talk with people. It was. We realized we did not have any dinner, and so they brought out cobbler and ice cream. <laughs> so we had wine, cobbler, and we ice had cream to have, for like, dinner. Separate, separate serving utensils. Yeah, like we all it was great. Like, went up. It was separately. all very practical and safe. Hopefully, and <laughs> we'll find out in four days. <laughs> four days. What's the incubation on this puppy? I thought I thought you. Kn- I don't know. I heard average five. I guess all I've been focusing on is when you're in the clear. When are you in the clear? I guess if after two, two weeks, weeks, right? Nothing's oh. happened. A fortnight. Yeah, but there's anecdotal stories of people. Oh, who like Mark Twain? <laughs> it seems the COVID nineteen virus was out on the town. <laughs> yeah, you haven't seen my one man show, Mark Twain in quarantine. Quarantine? Is there? <laughs> you haven't seen me do Quarantine? Everyone was talking about droplets. Please do a Zoom show. Maybe that's going to be my quarantine show that comes out of this. Is Quarantine? I came back from the general store, scrubbed down my sack of oats. Wait, you don't think Hal Holbrook has beat you to the punch? I don't know. I thought he passed the torch to Val Kilmer. Oh, he did, didn't he? No, I think that Val Kilmer just decided, (laughs) I'm going to do this too. (laughs) He lit his own torch. (laughs) What the fuck, Hal Holbrook? You don't own Mark Twain? I do what I like. You know what? We all own Mark Twain. That's right. He is an American um, treasure, right? That's exactly right, honey. That's exactly right. <laughs> you don't know enough about Mark Twain to do quarantine, so you, it's going to have to be like... How dare you? <laughs> you don't know what I know about Mark... This has never come up before You've never in our qu- marriage? That's what I'm saying. You've never quoted Mark Twain once until just this whatever. That doesn't mean I don't know things about him. And you up something. Like you pulled something out of your back That pocket. doesn't mean I don't know things about Mark Twain. I know so much... Samuel Langhorn Clemens. Listen, I just like wanted to be more like a comedy bang bang character, like a cor- like a made up quarantine. What are you talking about right now? <laughs> this is all taking place within this conversation we're having right now. Right, I'm saying like he's not Mark Twain in quarantine. He's Quarantine. <laughs> Do you get it? You see what I'm saying? Yes, it's a I, different. Yeah. There's a there is a subtle but distinct difference I between Mark I get Twain it now. okay I get it and Quarantine. Right, right. Quarantine might you know he might like he might quote some Dr. Fauci statistics here and there. Like he might be like watching. So he's a- very much a present day character. <laughs> yeah, of course he is. This is not a tribute to someone who lived long ago. This is this is someone who's who's walking the earth now. <laughs> Okay. Well, if yes, because for maximum impact, Quarantine has to be in it with that. Like, you just call it like. Maximum impact. 
What? Wait, what impact is it supposed to have? I was like kind of like snarky with someone who posted a we're all in this together tweet today. Why were you snarky about it? Oh, I wasn't full snarky, but I was a little like, that's all well and good, but I'm probably going to lose my health insurance or whatever. <laughs> what was this person saying that prompted you it to It was a that? casting director, too. I've all, I, you know what? I'm burning the bridges down. Casting directors, I- <laughs> if you're listening, we're burning the bridges down. Because, you know what? You didn't call me in before the pandemic. <laughs> and uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you're going to go around giving Chris Dahlia, like, so many parts <laughs> about who he is on this dark soul and then i have to like beg and plead to even read for anything <laughs> even in like my you pronounce it. chris dahlia like the black dahlia because <laughs> he has a black soul it's true he might not have a black soul he just has a sickness Pedo- black dahlia is okay let me ask you this about pedophilia i know you were supposed to get to drive the topics and we we're gonna get to quarantine. <laughs> this is all things that you have said <laughs> i never said any of this <laughs> I'm making the rules and I'm changing them as we go. All right, here's the deal. Do you think pedophilia? <laughs> oh my god! What's going to come next? Oh no! Because there is no cure. Yeah. For pedophilia. Uh huh. What should we do with these people? Do you see Man, what I'm saying? I do. I don't fucking know. It's the worst thing in the world. It's like it's a messed up thing. Yes, yes. I don't. I don't want. Come on. I know talk about this. you won't go anywhere with me. <laughs> this must be a light podcast. Well, you know what? Life is life. <laughs> it is what it is. You heard your first, folks. I couldn't help it. Chris Dahlia was like, <laughs> he's bringing pedophilia to the brain because of his pedophilia. I. 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 I understand. But this did happen a couple weeks ago. It's not like this is hot off the presses. Yeah, it did. It, no, it didn't. It happened this week. Your week was so bad you thought it was, was it a couple really weeks. Was it really this week? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. Go ahead. Tell me about Quarantine. He's going to come <laughs> at you. He's going to come at you from his um, <laughs> quarantine Lair. Yeah, he's hunkered down on a riverboat. <laughs> you know what, though? Cruise is not so good. He's got to be alone. No, he's the only one. Yeah, he's the only one on the riverboat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is there a casino? <laughs> yeah, he goes there by himself. Okay. Tell me more. And he gets food deliveries and he uses the big long pole <laughs> that they use to see how well, deep the water is. they put it in is. like a canoe and they push it out toward him and then he takes the pole and he grabs the canoe and brings it closer. Okay. I mean, they could row the canoe out and then they could hang the bag on the, on the, pole. On the pole. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Instead of just pu- pushing a bag of food out Moses style. I mean, do you want do you want me to tell you about quarantine or do you want to tell me about quarantine? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I like think you're way, a little confused. I think that you're telling me about quarantine because I mean I thought I was. <laughs> Wait, remember? Oh my god, I just had a memory. This is great. Remember when Rollin, our friend Rollin is like this fancy pants <laughs> showrunner person? 
Oh, oh, by the way, he has a brand new show out called um, Perry Mason. Yes, on HBO, the, the, and it's the Perry Mason um, reboot reboot on HBO, and it's awesome. Watch the first episode; it was great. The Rollins our like super smart. Martin Reese, what's his name? Michael Marky Marky Mark. Michael Marky Mark. <laughs> he's the British. He's so good. <laughs> he's so cute. He's the guy. Matthew from, Reese. Matthew Reese Matthew from Reese. the Americans. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so Rollins like this super smarty pants. Um, playwright writer and like he was like um guys there's this pilot called super train <laughs> and it's like it a not, speeding train it wasn't a pilot, a pilot. it no. wasn't a pilot it was a tv show no, that i remember on. watching as Stop a kid it. super train if you've never seen it or never heard of it <laughs> there there was there was a a common um uh genre back then <laughs> Of these shows that would have a core cast and then a bunch of guest stars that would do these one-off stories. Like Love Boat. Love Boat, Fantasy Island. Super Train was one of them. It was a huge flop. Like a famous flop. This is back in the three network days. I don't think I've even seen it to this day because it was a big thing that we talked about a lot. It was the same thing as a Love Boat except... On a, tr- but on it, a train. But it's like a speeding train, like yeah. a runaway train or something. No, it was not a runaway train. The the, the specific episode that we saw, I think Wait, they had an I issue. I saw this? We watched it together at our old house. And I mean... Cuckoo. It was cuckoo. Does anyone hear the cuckoo? I can hear it in my cans. You can hear it in your cans? Okay. All I'm saying is... Hold he- on a second. Let me finish talking about Super Train. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm going fucking- to... You can't leave people hanging. I'm fucking throw my tea to... I would throw my Tito's at you if it meant I wouldn't lose any Tito's. Judging from the way you're acting, I don't think you've lost any Tito's. <laughs> you know what? I don't think you've spilled a drop. <laughs> because I know how to. I know how to ration. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're drawing draw a drawing a line on the back of your leg instead of buying stockings. <laughs> this quarantine. If this quarantine has taught me anything, it's don't drop a precious. <sighs> Precious drop of tea, guys. Damn. Even if you need to throw a drink in somebody's face. Okay. So, Super Train. (laughs) Every week, different guest stars would get on the train. They would have their individual little stories, and then the following week would be new people coming in and having their little stories. Right. And it, it. I don't know that it went a full season. It may have gone a full season. But it did not go past one season. But there are episodes up on YouTube, and it's wild to But watch. he wanted to, like, remake it with all of us. Remember? I sort of remember that, yeah. Didn't he say, come on, y'all, we'll make, remake this with all of I y'all. I do remember. That was years ago. I remember we talked about it for a few days. No, he, he seemed a little, like, serious about it, and we were like, okay, whatever. You can never tell with him. <laughs> He's a wild card. I think, like, I actually think his ideas are serious all the time. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You can never tell. <laughs> Um, wait, something about Super Train. Mm. Those shows were a, those shows were a big deal back then. Those guest star shows. Love Boat. I talked to Brian Safi. Yes, the great Brian Safi. Yes, we had a text exchange about doing a recap show of Love Boat. <laughs> what? Yeah, that sounds crazy. Like t- you know, because TV recap podcasts are can be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then Love Boat ran for like seven, 11 years. 7,000 episodes yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you got a good sponsor, I mean, you could just <laughs> really... I don't want to watch 11 years of Love Boat. 
There, but there might be a way to do it. There might be a way to do like it. I feel like the recap shows have to be shows that people want to watch, though, so that they can do a companion. Well, that's that's the thing. Of course, that if it's a popular show that people like, yes, of like course, you have, you have a built-in thing there. Yeah, but yeah. there is something that I think people could enjoy about a weird old TV show, and you just announce, we're going to do this. We're going to mm-hmm. watch these things. And so everybody watches it together. Okay. You know? Okay. I, th- I think it could. I think it could catch on, because I think all this shit is on YouTube. But I don't understand why Love Boat over the clearly superior program Fantasy Island. <laughs> what in your mind makes Fantasy Island clearly superior Everything. to Love Boat? Everything. Give me three details. Everything. Give me three things. Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> you think he's better than Gavin McLeod? Harry Villachez. <laughs> the plane. Oh, and just also like Fantasy Island, Mm -hmm. I wanted to go to Fantasy Island because it would be like, I wish I were a rich lady married to an oil baron. And then all of a sudden, they would be like, uh, (laughs) smile. That was somebody's fantasy was to be married to a rich person. (laughs) I don't remember the specific fantasies. Or they'd be like, I'm in a wheelchair and I wish I could run a marathon. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. They, did, they never they never healed anybody. They did them in the fantasy or whatever. Like in the, in the fantasy. No, they, the, fan, the idea was like somehow. That you would these, appreciate your own life going back to it. Yes. The idea was somehow they would they would construct these things. It wasn't that they had they they had the power to make people in wheelchairs walk again. No, I thought there was magic in the show. Are you telling there me there's magic no in, magic There was in the magic show? in the show. There was magic in the show. But I don't think magic that would bum people out. <laughs> well, it never bummed anyone out because they... Or, or they'd be like, my the love of my life died. And then they'd be alive in it or something. Yeah, well, from what I remember... <laughs> It was what like were the fantasies. You seem to remember okay, the fantasies. Yeah. I wish I was a knight in shining armor back in the in the days of the the King Arthur's Round Table. Okay, that would be like a fantasy. Rather than <laughs> I miss my dead wife. I fucking swear to you, it got deep. I, I'm sure it did. Okay, I do remember there was a supernatural <laughs> element to it in later seasons because that show ran a long time too. Wait, it wasn't always supernatural. They didn't really. They didn't really explain how they did the fantasies. I thought it was a magical fucking island. They they <laughs> never said it was magical. They just led you. You were free to believe that if you wanted to. But like sometimes you would turn around and it was like all of a sudden the 1920s or whatever. Yeah. So how can they pull that shit off? They they left it ambiguous. Okay. Right? They didn't get into the nuts and bolts of it. But from what I remember in later seasons... It was intimated that Mr. Rourke, played by Ricardo Montalban, yeah. did have some sort of supernatural abilities. And he, I, I think on a couple occasions, did battle with the devil himself. Stop it. Played by, of course, who would you get to play the devil? Like a, a, an 80s actor to play the devil. Um, a man or a yeah, woman? a man. Um... I know who. Go ahead. Um, Larry Hagman. No. <laughs> Good guess. 
And I would have I would have absolutely appreciated that casting. Roddy McDowell. That's good casting. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but that's good casting. Hey, I'm sorry, but Roddy McDowell? The devil himself. But wasn't he in Clockwork Orange? That's Malcolm McDowell, honey. But <laughs> oh, Malcolm McDowell. Wait a minute. I can't remember hold who on Roddy a second, McDowell though. is. Malcolm Mc, Roddy McDowell, Planet of the Apes, uh, Poseidon Adventure. He's a British actor. Could not look less demonic. <laughs> you <laughs> got to okay. look up a picture of him and you'll see. I you would never wrong. cast this guy as the devil. Are they Williams. related? No. Okay. Malcolm McDowell, however. Yeah. Played Mr. Rourke in a reboot of Fantasy Island. What? What reboot? They did a reboot a handful of years ago. A handful of years ago? Yes. How dare you be so incredulous? Nobody told me. I didn't want you to find out, but now I think it's time <laughs> that you knew. The rollout was a bomb because <laughs> your target audience didn't know. I feel like the reboot, I watched a few episodes of it, and I think it was more explicitly supernatural. They they hinted more, like, right away that Mr. Rourke had powers, this island had powers. Mm-hmm. I think they also sort of intimated, like, they weren't completely in control of the island. What? Yeah. That's not how Fantasy Island works. I Well... There's many, and I think there's a movie now called Fantasy Island. A horror okay, movie. wait about Fantasy Island. Yeah, let's get into it. Did they shoot it in Hawaii? I don't think they shot the whole series in Hawaii, but I think they did shoot like the opening sequence in Hawaii. Okay. Yeah, okay. but I th- I think it's very much in my memory. It's very much on a soundstage. The thing, the reason, okay, so Lobo would come on first and then Fantasy Island yes. would come on second. The two hours of power. The reason that Fantasy Island is better than Love Boat is because Fantasy Island really explored deep feelings mm-hmm. and had a theme. Mm-hmm. The Love Boat was just a big, like, kicky, like, Sex, I mean, romantic. You, you say that. You say that now. What romance isn't heavy? <laughs> Come on. It's not really when it's like compared to like the themes of Fantasy Island, which would take you like into like examining your own like boring ass mundane life and being like, okay, yeah, it's okay, it's pretty good. It's, it's true. Fine. The, the underlying theme of Fantasy Island was the unexamined life is not worth living. <laughs> it was. It is, as I always say, my friend, the unexamined life is not worth living. Oh, my God. You know what? What, honey? I think you would be a really good Mr. Rourke. I didn't. I'm not (laughs) trying to get you to say that. I think you would be such a good (laughs) Mr. Rourke in the reboot. In the re-re-reboot? Well, whatever that middle reboot was is canceled because. Literally. Quite literally canceled. (laughs) Because I never heard about it. Okay. We should look it up. And also, they really messed up by not casting you as Mr. Rourke. Yeah, they really did, honey. Yeah. they w- These cowards went with the obvious choice, Malcolm McDowell. I mean, whatever. Like, I, I don't, don't own my own white suit. I don't. Like, Hollywood makes a lot of mistakes. 
that Very they true. that like literally all they have to do is call me and ask me <laughs> and I would tell them like I would help them Hollywood if you're listening Hollywood if right. you're listening we gotta wrap it up oh okay fine what are we gonna sorry that I talked about things don't pout on the podcast I don't can't help it <laughs> yes you can hey <laughs> <laughs> you should. This is not a good dismount for the show. <laughs> Go to YouTube, look up some fantasy islands. <laughs> oh, come on. Are we going to watch uh, I May Destroy You tonight? Oh, yeah. We heard from the internets. That was a good thing. And yes. We, well, not, I mean, like, we have the HBO thing at the moment, and there's a new, the HBO Max, and I don't understand it yet, but I'm going to figure it out. There's too many platforms. What are they trying to do to us with all well, the platforms? Well, they're trying to bankrupt us. Is what they're trying. They're trying to, to do. bankrupt us with these platforms. You know what? Sometimes commercials not so bad because all you <laughs> got to do is sit through the commercials to get to the rest of your show. That's all you got to do. It's a simple arrangement. It is a simple arrangement. Why did we have to complicate things with cable? I like cable and stuff, but like I also like you know not having to pay through the damn nose. I hear you, girlfriend. So yeah, I'm on your side. They got me. They got me by the short hairs. I know. Let's wrap this up. We're gonna post it. We're gonna upload it. We're gonna watch TV. <laughs> Maybe not tonight. We yeah. don't. We never end up watching TV on the nights that we record. We yeah, just, because I have to do post production on it. You think it just magically music. goes? It's true. It's just so people know, Jenny does all the post. She does a great job. It's well, very. It's very much appreciated. Not according to some listeners, but I'm working on it. <laughs> Someone's always mad about some sound aspect. It's true. <laughs> but what are you going to do? That's podcasting. I That's I... podcasting, baby. <laughs> Paul's show, Paul's show, Quarantine. We'll be selling Zoom tickets very shortly. I I wouldn't say very shortly (laughs) or even shortly. (laughs) What if I I might get this prepped for the end of quarantine in 2022? (laughs) I seriously almost threw up. In your mouth a little? Ew, never. (laughs) Listen. Never! If I'm going to throw up, I'm going to throw up. It's never going to be in my mouth a little. This is like our wedding vows all over again. (laughs) All right, thank you for listening. (laughs) I can't believe you told people about that. Thank you to Usual Wines for sponsoring us this episode. Yes. Uh, We'll be back next week. And until then, stay Stay safe. Oh, my God. (laughs) Stay Stay safe. Stay Stay sane sane and and stay stay home. home.